0: Top five mobile marketer pickup lines. Number five. Hey, what's your LTV? Number four. I ran the numbers and your ROAS is so hot. Number three. Honey, if you could just click accept, I would like to install my SDK right now. (laughs) Number two. There's an API for everything, baby. Number one. My UI might be a five out of 10, but my UX is off the charts. Welcome. This is Mobile Heroes Uncensored. It's mobile, it's all about mobile, smartphones, what we're doing, what's going on, mobile marketing. It's about heroes. People who are making things happen in mobile marketing, the leaders of companies, the executives, but also the people behind the scenes making stuff happen. And it is uncensored. It's going to be fun. It's going to be uh, challenging. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a little off the hook. We're going to have mobile marketers here having fun, talking, playing some games, revealing each other's deepest and darkest secrets, perhaps, and possibly, against all odds, maybe even learning a thing or two. My name is John Kutseer, my co-host is Peggy and Saltz. We'll usually kick off with a little bit of news. We'll bring in experts, mobile heroes on a topic that's relevant. We will have a couple jokes and Peggy will rate me on those and she's now German, so I'll definitely fail on that. We'll have some silly games. We'll have occasional nuggets of insight and fun so that you can justify this time to your boss. We're not going to take ourselves too seriously. And this is brought to you by Liftoff. So we might have the occasional shameless plug. Okay, let's get started. So, Peggy, what's new?
1: Oh, I got some hot headlines here, right? Number one Facebook just dropped their gaming insights report for 2021. So, tons of insights on player behavior from thousands of gamers.
0: I suspect the big insight there was buy more Facebook ads. Um, I, I saw the report. It was kind of cool. A lot of stuff in there. You know, They had stuff that we've seen before. There were more gamers in a pandemic. What a shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we knew that already, right? Uh, what was interesting and talked about a little bit, and there's actually more details out there as well in other reports, there were a lot of mergers and acquisitions in gaming in 2020. Uh, Facebook said something like 22000000000 billion. I've seen other reports that said up to like $43 billion of just zero zynga and ea acquiring companies and little mergers between small companies and mergers between big ones so a lot happening in space
1: absolutely saw the same report a lot about advertising brings me to the next one nielsen introduced cookie list ad tracking surprise tracking right online activities how people responding to advertising
0: yeah, I mean, you know, they're trying to build something that's going to allow them to still be able to tell you how your advertising is working. And that's important, obviously. The interesting thing is they're really kind of building an identity graph based on email, right? It's, uh, I would not argue that this is super privacy safe. And they're going to get a lot of brands, they're going to try to get a lot of brands to share their private data, hopefully with some differential privacy or some masking of private data in the middle there so that uh, people's private data doesn't get handled. All Over the place
1: okay staying with privacy the big topic idfa and mobile ad companies have formed the no idfa no problem alliance
0: bingo bingo that's what we're talking about today (laughs) we have all not heard enough right about ios 14 and idfa uh it's been the topic for half a year now and it's just ramping right now yeah. Uh, really quite seriously though it is important we are going to dive in we've got some amazing people got some amazing insight coming up um and you know what i was impressed by this actually because liftoff sort of spearheaded this they brought in a lot of people uh to do this no idfa no problem alliance they got a lot of press on it they got reuters talking about it they got a lot of other um, big outlets talking about this so that was impressive Uh, But we're going to enjoy this process. We're going to have some fun having this show and um, looking forward to the rest of it. Peggy, I'm sure we have some guests to chat about this stuff. Who are they? Can you introduce them?
1: Absolutely. We've got Dennis, VP of Marketing at Liftoff. We've got Offer, President of Fiber, Sergio Serra, Head of Product Management at Inmobi. And last but not least, we have Gadi, CEO, Singular.
0: Excellent. Welcome everybody. So we are looking for your insights. We give extra points for people who are interesting. Boring people get voted off the island. Sorry about that. As well as people who don't laugh at my jokes or Peggy's jokes. Dennis, I'm going to kick it off with you. Tell us one thing even your spouse does not know about
2: you.
3: Okay. I I actually put a lot of thought into this uh, in the last (laughs) day or two. So um, I'm going to date myself here. Back in the mid-90s, starting in the early 90s, I was a big, giant Apple fanboy. Mid-90s, I moved to New York City. I started working in the IT world, uh, working for, for BCG specifically. And I found myself, uh, like, this is the period where Windows released Windows 95. And all these corporations began migrating from Macs to Windows. And I was in the sitting in the middle of it. Uh, and I hated it. And so I was following Guy Kawasaki, who was the chief evangelist at the time for Apple, and I was part of his crew, and I would do things like I would go out to bookstores, if you remember those, and I'd go to the magazine racks section, and I'd go in and I'd find all the Mac magazines, which are typically buried, and I'd bring them all to the front of the computer magazine racks, so as you would walk by, you'd see all these Mac magazines in the front, uh, doing my my best to fight the good fight.
0: There was a time when Apple, every time Apple was mentioned, it was preceded by the word beleaguered. So um, that is really weird, uh, but we appreciate that fact and thank you for sharing. Hey, you started this No IDFA, No Problem Alliance. Why? What's your goal?
3: So, uh, I mean, you know, to put simply, when Apple announced the news last year about, uh, you know, making privacy uh, a priority and making access to IDFA an opt-in experience, you know, I would describe that period up until September as incredibly noisy. Yet, had, you know, all the companies, so many companies in the industry and agencies and others going out and dispensing a lot of advice as best they could. And it was just, it was a lot of noise. And it was, you know, so as a, as an advertiser, a marketer, even sitting in my position, it was, it was very hard to make sense of w- what to do, what to think about all this. And, and then they, they said, okay, we'll delay it. And it was at that point I thought, You know, if we can come together as an industry and we can work together to educate the marketers and the advertisers uh, around the changes and try to just take a more holistic approach, you know, so you're talking supply, demand, and measurement, talking holistically. I thought that would be potentially a much better approach to supporting the industry through a successful transition to this more privacy centric future on iOS. That was really the driver of it.
0: Cool, cool, quick follow-up. You've got this really neat tool that tracks SKAD network compatible supply, and that looks like a real problem right now. It's under 20%, uh, it it frankly sucks. Um, Where can people find that tool and, and how is this gonna improve?
3: Yeah, so I think it's quite interesting. So we as an industry, like collectively, are all impacted by what we see as like the number one issue right now, which is, the majority of, of supply that companies like Liftoff buy through suppliers like uh, fiber and in and, and Mobi and Vungle, the majority of that supply right now is not what we you know is not SK ad network compatible or scan compatible. The reason why is because the app publishers are monetizing through advertising have yet to update all of their ad network SDKs. So the moment Apple drops iOS 14.5 and we expect to see pretty quick adoption the majority of ad impressions for those apps that do not update their SDKs, we will not be able to buy, right? So the pool of inventory is gonna be a whole lot smaller. And then what's gonna happen? Uh, CPMs are gonna be very expensive. CPIs are gonna be very expensive. Performance is gonna really take a hit for the advertiser. So the priority right now for us as an industry, doesn't really matter what side you are on, is is to get the app publishers who monetize through advertising to update their SDKs, that is really the priority. So, on the LiftOff website a while back, we launched this tool. It's called we call it a mobile app performance tracker. You can go to LiftOff.io. It's right there off the homepage. We recently added about a couple of weeks ago. We added the ability to track the percent of what we, of scan compatible inventory. So it's like it's like scan scan compatible bid requests is what we're tracking. I think uh, as of last week, we're at sixteen point seven percent of all bid requests are scan compatible. And then we also added the ability to track IDFA versus non-IDFA traffic. So, of all the traffic that LiftOff is now seeing and able to bid on, we can see what percentage of that traffic does not have an IDFA versus does. So, and you can subscribe to it. Uh, We are making a big, big push over the next couple months for us. This is going to be the priority: is supporting the industry and support, you know, to get publishers to update their SDKs.
0: Awesome, awesome, and Peggy, you've got some questions for Sai, but Sai is learning the consequences of being last to the party here. He's down at the very bottom of the screen there, and his name is invisible. Maybe reintroduce him when you ask the question.
1: Absolutely, Sai. Good to have you here, Sai Crowhurst, VP Creative Labs at Vungle. And before we kick off with some questions, just want to understand a little bit about you. So, tell us what would be the one thing that. We need to know about you, not even on LinkedIn.
4: Well, firstly, thanks for having me and sorry to have technical issues. Um, you know, my snap camera and filters, it tells you a bit about me in my spare time. Um, so apologies for that once again. So one fun fact about me. So lockdown, I think I followed all the, all the trends and all the memes um, from banana loaves and uh, sourdoughs and so on and so forth. But I do make a really mean uh, orange and almond cake which is, which has been going down a storm when people have visited at distance outside my house.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's out there a recipe, everything.
4: Yes, it is. I can share it with, with anyone who asks me.
1: <laughs> well, I want you to share something else. So, um, you're in no IDFA, so no IDFA, no problem, but can we really take it literally, I mean, is it really, as you're saying, not a problem, no problem for mobile marketers?
4: Well, yes, that's the idea. Um, I think th- th- the place we start from this, um, Dennis and I had a conversation recently about this very thing, historically, sort of like the pending doom about no IDFA. And we think, you know, if you believe, as I do passionately, that privacy is ultimately a good thing, we're all, you know, we're all consumers, then this is coming and we can really sort of pivot the way we think about it from it being doom and gloom. To a space where let's um, let's work together, let's come together as an alliance and talk about what you can do and guide people along that journey.
1: So this is this is dead for sure. This is the way it is. You can take it to the bank, cash it in.
4: Well, I say, you know, it's early days, it's not dropped yet, but um, we've been preparing for a while. It's not new information. It's, it's been delayed. Um, we have invested internally at Vungle within this with our products and, you know, our capabilities, lots of testing to make sure we're compliant. But like anything, there will be some pending changes. Um, we just hope being together and talking about it and educating is going to help us all, you know, pass through that together.
1: Okay, so I'm just gonna continue. Offer, you're up next. One thing we don't know about you. So if you weren't in mobile marketing, you would be in what? Fill in the blank.
5: Oh, wow. You know, I've been doing ad tech for like 18 years. Uh, Since my army service, you know, we in Israel, we go to the army. So age of 18, I go to the army, I serve for four years. And then what do you do? A startup for mobile advertising. Uh, In 2007, serving ads in Nokia devices. So that's pretty much the only thing I know. But I want to believe that if it was not ethic, I can see myself living in a farm. Like imagine like a big farm, like you're living stock like horses, maybe a lake. Now, granted, I have zero skills to live in a farm. Like I know it for sure, but I want to believe that that's what I would be doing.
0: You can learn everything on YouTube. (laughs) Everything.
1: That's good. Absolutely. So you've been doing programmatic, as we said, iOS 14.5, not dropped yet. Biggest challenge. You've said it as well. Biggest challenge for marketers that they aren't even realizing it yet. What do you mean by that?
5: I mean, look, money is always the last to follow. We can prepare. We can set this all up. We can have scat adoption. But until the marketers wake up one day and realize, oh, damn, IDFA is really gone, only then we'll have this big mind shift. Okay, what do we do? You know, we have so many alternatives, you know, a contextual targeting, SCAD, we as platforms are maybe for the first time collaborating so nicely together to prepare, but until those budgets will come, I mean, that's, that's when it really begins. And guys, this is not like a small change, right? No IDFA could be no problem if we work together as an industry, but it's a big mind shift. Everything going to change, targeting is different, attribution is different, right Gadi? I mean, everything will have to change and it's going to be a, a massive wave of companies coming together. So it's not like something going to happen, you know, just overnight.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, your guys are obviously coming together. So just a quick follow up. You say we all have to come together. We have to work together. How are you solving it offer?
5: So for instance, together with the, you know, most of the friends here, uh, we released a set of contextual parameters, you know, non identify non-personal parameters to better uh, describe the impression. And people walk and ask, tell me, how, how is it? I mean, how is contextual? Like, guys, it's still shit, nobody's using it, right? It's gonna take time until we see the impact when again, marketers actually start to use it, when publishers actually start to use it. So we can give the tools but just going back to the farm, you have to use it. And I think we have another quarter or two until this giant impressive industry will wake up to a new dawn and say, okay, we get it. IDFA is really dead, 20% opt-in, 15% opt-in. It's like the equivalent of zero, something has to change.
0: Well, for that's so interesting, that's going to be the most interesting thing in the next couple of months is how good can contextual get, right? There's, you know, is it going to be 10%, 20%, 30% less effective than what we have right now? We'll have to see that. We'll have to learn some breaking news, by the way, we haven't even released it yet. We've done some surveys, some research, and 40% of the people that I surveyed said they would opt in for IDFA if it was a known brand. So we're releasing that probably next week. So we'll, we'll share that with you guys. Sergio, you are up. And, you know, it's kind of interesting. Peggy told me that because of your Italian background, Olive Garden is your favorite restaurant where you like to order American-style fettuccine Alfredo. Is
2: that correct? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, first of all, if you ever go to Italy, never ask for fettuccine Alfredo because people will be like, who is Alfredo? And, you know, it's funny because actually there are so many fake Italian receipts here uh, that you know, do not exist at all in Italy. And like you have stuff like uh, chicken parmigiana, uh, garlic bread or chicken and pasta, Jesus. But yeah, that's stuff that doesn't really belong to us. And uh, the first time when I moved here uh, two years ago, so before COVID, uh, my colleagues uh, soon came to realize uh, that I was a little bit peculiar about food, right? And so they were like, oh, you know what? Let's go to the best Italian restaurant here in L.A., I was like uh, happy. I'm like, yeah, of course. Needed to say that the restaurant was Olive Garden. So that was probably <laughs> my first and last time. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's funny. That's one of the, uh, you know, experiences that Italian people have to go through here in the U.S. Probably one of the uh, fewer downsides. It's a
0: tough life. It's a tough life. We're, we're all very sad for you. We feel you You have said that the biggest marketing nightmare right now is no IDFA supply. What are you doing about it?
2: Yeah, I think multiple, uh, multiple things. I mean, as a uh, product manager, I'm uh, making sure to work with my team on. uh, uh, enabling, you know, a scanner network, which is a protocol that uh, natively wasn't really built by Apple to support the programmatic needs. Uh, so we are really trying uh, along with my team and uh, everybody here on the call, as well as IAB to create specs that, uh, that can allow, you know, that uh, transaction to happen seamlessly. And uh, so that's one logical thing. Second thing is that we are trying to work towards further enhancing uh, that IDFA enabled supply that will survive. Uh, for instance, providing alternative uh, IDs still in the spirit of Apple, of course, only when the constant is there. Uh, and this will uh, allow uh, you know, cross-channel targeting, for instance. Um, and then, of course, uh, uh, we, we are also working towards augmenting contextual signals uh, via you know, MSDK or what uh, uh, Ofer mentioned already. Um, so you know, these are uh, the, the things that must uh, be done by any SSP, I believe. Uh, the other part of the equation of course is the demand side so you need to work with uh, dsps that actually understanding the ramifications of uh, this change uh, you know liftoff being one of them uh, but we know today that there are many big players that are taking a reactive approach and they are banking uh, instead on the fact that budgets will be reallocated towards other channels but hey uh, i don't think this is accurate um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, iROAS uh, is the antonomasia of uh, iOS users. So you can't really uh, remove iOS users from your uh, media planning.
0: No, although some people have tried and said that they're going to focus on Android and, and that may be valid for different, certain verticals. It may uh, be very, very challenging for others. Uh, one piece of critical advice for mobile marketers from you.
2: Uh, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I think, as I say, they need to make sure, uh, to work with DSPs that are actually, you know, building support for a network and for contextual targeting. Uh, secondly, I would say if, uh, you have, you haven't done already, which, you know, I, I doubt at this point, but if you haven't definitely start testing and familiarizing with, uh, you know, non IDFA world. So this mm-hmm. means, uh, for instance, targeting, uh, uh, App categories, as opposed to IDFA's, or you know, uh, contextual is, is, is another option, as we said. So I, I think uh, you know, testing is the key here, and then get used to a new uh, normal, which uh, will not be necessarily as accurate as uh, uh, the, the existing one on IDFA, which is the deterministic by definition. But still, you know, at the end of the day, we went through this even with GDPR, right? So at the beginning, it was like an apocalypse for everybody. But over time, eventually, you know, the situation got better and better. So I'm, I'm positive that as long as both demand and supply work together, there shouldn't be a problem for future.
1: Okay, Gadi, you're up next. And you have an interesting background because you started working on SK Ad Network Solution back in 2019, which is a super smart move. I don't know if you made the move as well to take a huge, massive personal investment in Apple, but maybe you want to tell us about that. Got some got a bet on that one or uh, something we don't know
6: um, and I wish I was that smart uh, in investing. I um, it's funny because I feel like all my friends are like way smarter than me in investing. And even when I made a smart choice of like buying Bitcoin. Um, not not too long ago, but it did go up. I, I sold it because I wanted to, like, I don't know, I had to move some money around. And then it, then it exploded. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like just making really bad investment decisions. Uh, but I just realized I'm just going to focus. You know, I usually put 100% of my investment uh, theories into my work. And so that's where, <laughs> that's where I spend most of my time. So maybe, you know, Wall Street is not waiting for me just yet. But uh, hopefully we can predict what's happening in mobile marketing. I
1: was going to say, or Reddit. Scotty. Um No, but seriously, so you made a bet. You made it early on. Why so early? What told you?
6: Um, yeah, it's a great question. I, honestly, in the beginning, it was just because it was interesting. Um, the industry was kind of boring. Solutions got commoditized, and this was this was invigorating in a way. Um, and, and it was also scary because the first version was horrible. Like SKN 1.0, it was like, this is the death of everybody uh, when we just saw it. So I felt like, we got to talk about it, and um, and it just had all the attributes of of creating this in, in massive change to the industry. It just seemed like something that could be so fundamentally different. Um, and in, initially, you know, I didn't know how well it's going to go. We started like I started this um, mobile attribution privacy group. We invited a bunch of companies. We started a Slack channel, and, and it's funny. It was like I don't know, twenty people in the beginning, and was kind of boring. Like no one cared. And I even had meetings internally, and, and John probably remembers where we were like, "What do we do with this forum?" Because we gotta we gotta give it some content because otherwise people are just gonna get bored. And then, uh, but but we were kind of knowing that it's coming, and you know, um, kept researching internally what would that mean, and we, like we were reverse engineering the first version of SKA network to figure out what does that even do. Um, and then obviously, was it, was it July, June, June 22nd, July 22nd, like, I don't know, the date that changed uh, everything. And Apple announced that they're going full force with that. And since then everything exploded, like that became the hot topic that Slack channel, uh, which I invite everybody to is like, I don't know, 2,500 people almost, 2,000, I don't know, 2,200. So it's just a ton of people. Um, and- is there a measurement
0: CEO here, gentlemen?
6: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah um i'm using software i don't trust people to account, <laughs> so that's okay um and then why why do we do it so long it's just it's really hard to get it right and you know we have a lot of discussions internally about where should we focus as a company right now and something you know our, our cto one of my co-founders always says is we got to focus on the basics because the basics are going to matter a lot and you know you think about the basics it's like We just got to make sure people can even do their job. Can you acquire customers? Do you have the reporting that you need? Are you not exposing yourself to fraud? Or like really just can you connect the data to the BI? Um, We've done a ton of work internally on on SKA Network. uh, And I think we've done a great job for our customers, like building advanced systems really quickly and kind of leading there. Um, But it's not even up to us. There's still so many challenges. Like there's bugs with SKA Network. You don't even understand certain things that, that, Privacy thresholds are difficult. Um, There's a big question about adoption, like, uh, you know, Dennis mentioned that you're looking at the bid requests that are coming with SKA network, but you know, there's another issue, like if the publisher doesn't implement the P-List correctly, and I know we're getting a bit technical, it's not even gonna work and they don't even know. So like, how do we even debug that? There's like so many fundamental questions and, and also, it's fast moving because just a couple of weeks ago, Apple released view through attribution and suddenly that changes things. And so very interesting, I think, you know, investing in the early was, I'm, I'm happy I've, we've done that. That was a wise uh, decision and, but there's just so much ahead of us. So yeah, just got to stay focused.
5: Thank you, I want to say kudos yeah. to Gadi for starting the MAP Slack channel back in you know last summer. It was a great source and really helped all of us come together. So Gadi, thank you for that.
6: Thank you guys uh, for being active and making it beautiful.
0: <laughs> awesome well you know what all work and no play makes mobile marketers very very dull and and so we got a couple games here they they are very competitive uh we are keeping score people will be humiliated probably me possibly Peggy, uh, or Dennis it doesn't matter uh any one of us is totally fine um and first one is macronym okay you know like there there are not enough acronyms in mobile marketing uh right So, you got to think of one the others won't know. You got three guesses, and you do get to ask for a clue. Dennis, you're kicking this off. I need you to give me an acronym you think offer doesn't know.
3: Okay. So, um, AGB. AGB? AGB, as in boy. A little bit of background. When I first joined Liftoff, every week, here's my clue. Every week at the end of the week, we would all stand together in a circle. And we would share our weekly wins. And when there was a big win that was brand new, we would say AGB.
5: I was average say, growth
0: bullshit. Go <laughs> ahead,
5: No, I was about to say like like an average growth bandwidth, but no, yeah, now with the context, it's something else. It's like a a, a like, awesome, great business, uh, amazingly great. Business. Right, it's like
3: celebrating um, uh, something brand new, a milestone, no. right? Achieving something. It could be anything. That's just like, hey, we hit a milestone, or we released something, or we got coverage. We call it an AGB You're moment. We're drawing
0: blanks here, Dennis. You have to give us the answer. Yeah.
3: All right. It's Alexander Graham Bell. You know, he invented so many things. And so we say we call things we call it an AGB moment. Oh, fairies.
5: You, you, sure you, you and your culture, you're killing
3: me,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was that was almost unfair. That was so specific. And like, yeah. nobody would ever know that Sergio, perhaps you can come up with something even more unfair. Tell me an acronym you think Psy does not know.
2: Okay, i won't be that bad. I think BTFR. BTF. BTFI. What's the context? Uh ads. BTFI.
0: I think you've stumped the panel, my friend. Sai no, any clue? B-T-F-R.
4: BTFR. No, I don't know an answer to that.
0: Big thing for installs. No. <laughs> no BTFI.
5: Like, Sergio, uh,
0: take uh, us out of our misery.
5: I, I know, I know, I know. It's 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 a metric for uh, no. <laughs>
1: <Not> <laughs> <enough>.
5: <laughs> so we uh, know the fold rate.
2: So it's the number of impressions that are actually below the fold. Say it again one more time below the fold rate so b below b- the fold
0: rate wow yeah wow. peggy i've never heard that one have you below the
6: btfr so it's B-T-F-R? yeah i thought it's btfi
0: I did too you did it wrong so if i you if lose no <laughs> <Lambo laughs> <producer. laughs> <laughs> <it> Holy <laughs> cow you screwed up your own acronym <laughs> right. but no but that's <laughs> a, I, it was that's too complicated even for
2: me to <laughs> remember <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay offer it's your turn to shine give me an acronym that you think dennis doesn't know
5: so i'm debating because he will never know it um so look what is nax n-a-x nax
0: the context is mobile marketing right indeed wow but remember i'm old
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: dennis any clues I don't expect you to know.
3: Uh, I'm trying to uh, does the X stand for exchange? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow. Does the A stand for average? Add or available? No. Available yeah. ad average. Add average. So I got average exchange. Ex- ad. ad, ad, ad. No, add exchange. So Add ad exchange? Exchange. Ad exchange? So N is a network ad exchange?
0: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's a good guess. Offer, give us the answer.
5: Guys, remember in 07, when we started Interactive before iOS. Nokia. Nokia Exchange, Sambian and J2Me, we launched wow. the Nokia Exchange. And if you were back then, go to Nokia.com slash That was actually Interactive white labeling the Nokia no. Exchange <laughs> in 07 no. 08. Yeah. Wow. It was terrible.
0: Buffer did give us all a clue he did say he was old so no at exchange wow holy cow that is a great one uh Gotti, it's your turn to stump uh peggy and i you know we're the dumbest people on the panel so we we, we get two brains to kind of make one um so you give us an acronym that uh, you think will stump us
6: uh it done google because this one I just read it and I was like, holy shit, that's how they came up with the name. So I, I ran across the term turtle dove. Does anyone know what turtle dove mean? It came up with Google Heard. Yeah. Bird. I thought it's some nice name for a project. Apparently, no, it's an acronym. So you can guess what Turtle Dove. I can I could type that in the chat because it is a hard one. Turtle dove is an acronym, really? Yes, that, that was my reaction as well. I thought it's like a turtle.
0: You, you know, do, we do, wanted do, an do, acronym do. that's like a three-word acronym or something. Can you you gave us like a paragraph.
3: <laughs> hey, can, what is the, Gotti? What is the? Just give us the first letter. What does the first letter stand for? Yeah. Uh, uh Two.
6: The two. number two. Yeah, you're not gonna guess. It's horrible. It's really a horrible acronym. Okay, put us out of our misery.
0: We we we.
6: we <laughs> I I just yeah. ran into them, like who's who's is, is there like a naming committee at Google? But so apparently it, this is. Kind of reminds me of, of SK Network because like totally privacy engineers make up names. So, this is two uncorrelated requests, then locally executed decision on Victor. What
1: Nippert, time, that's, that was 99th percentile
6: difficulty, Gotti.
0: That was a totally unfair one. <laughs> I'm you know, I'm almost kicking you out of the forum for that one, yeah. uh, but yeah. I won't. Um, it's all good, no worries. You got us. Okay, now, second game second game this is minder it's like tinder but it's for mobile marketers mobile marketers only so i mean all the choices are horrible uh, but <laughs> just joke <joking.
4: laughs>
0: okay offer what politician does dennis secretly swipe right on oh
4: my god
5: there's no way there's no good way to to answer this question
0: um... yes there is the worst one you can think of <laughs> Hold on. Well, I'm jumping in. Angela Merkel. You're swiping right, Dennis. It's, it's done deal. Done deal. Peggy told me secret love. We How know, do you know? We saw the data. We got it. It's off. Oh, it, 10 points for not having something ready. All good. Maybe we'll keep you on. If you're nice. Sigh turning to you. Sigh. Oh, we can only see half of you, but half is enough. Hopefully we have the smart half. What rock star does Sergio secretly want to date?
4: Oh, wow. what rock star? I think uh, Marie Le Pen.
0: <laughs> is that a rock star or is that a French politician? That's a French politician, French politician I was dressing as a rock star. No, yeah. I think it is. <laughs> Maybe I don't know enough about rock stars. Awesome. Dennis, we're setting uh, you up. Actually, we're setting Peggy up. We're setting you up too, but we're setting you up by you setting Peggy up. What CEO is she going on a date with and who's telling her husband?
3: <laughs> that is, I mean, that is very easy. It's, it's a, it's offer.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. And will their phone location data put them in the same place if we check all that stuff? Wow. Okay. Well, you know,
1: I am sort of now thinking since his name does mean Bambi, it sort of gets me right here.
0: You
5: have to see me cook. You have to see me cook.
0: Awesome. Yeah. That, is Scotty, that you are the last one. one. Gotti, you are the last one on the hot seat here, and and we're getting personal. So, you know, just brace yourself here. If your wife could date one rock star, who would it be? Oh wow,
6: um, uh, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Yeah, not a lot oh, of people know him, but he's pretty, pretty popular in Europe and in Israel.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good good, good. good. I can Very see. Very good. Yeah. Last game. And then we will be serious again because this is serious and it is serious business and we need to do serious work and inform people about important, serious stuff. So we're going to play a game. It's called marketing mobile and you have ultimate power. One wish that comes true instantly. It's in the world of marketing. It's in the world of advertising. Gotti, you are first up. Apple has to do one thing that you want. They have to, they must do it. What do you want?
6: Wow. Um, Bring back idea thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have Gaudi on record. Excellent. He didn't even ask for like one of their billion dollars. I mean, come on. You said you're crappy <laughs> at investing. Here, you would have solved all that in one fell swoop. You're right, Dennis. <laughs> Google is at your mercy. What must they do?
3: Uh, I would say um, allow us to bid off of their search inventory
0: wow allow us to bid off their search inventory excellent si you are up you can change one thing about facebook what would you change
4: oh um, facilitating sort of like hate speech and and fake fake news in other words getting rid of it or or being smarter about it and i'll that's a big topic and i'll leave it at that <laughs>
0: That is a big topic, and it is a tough one yeah. as well. Offer, uh, mobile phones have one new feature globally. All iOS phones, all Android phones, mobile phones have one new feature globally across the entire world. What is it?
5: <clears throat> I want to be able to uh, just tap on my phone without even looking at it and understand what they want for me. Just beam it to me. Just I don't need to do like this all the time. This is just a time waste. Just find a way, Elon Musk, just get it here. Save us the trouble of picking this up.
0: Not a problem. Just requires about two months in hospital, a hole in your skull. Not a problem whatsoever. little radio there. I happen to have the remote control for that as well. And I can play you like a video game. Awesome. Gone. You.
5: I'm relaxed. You can just you know, get straight to my brain. It's all good.
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay. Now, Hey, enough fun and games. Uh, this is serious business, right, Peggy? We have a few more questions Peggy. here. Peggy, take it away.
1: Okay, this is for anybody out there. All right. So, what percentage of app publishers will ask for tracking consent? What do you think? How's it shaping up?
6: I think majority will. once Facebook did it,
2: everybody that uh, relies on advertising.
5: So, eighty-five mm-hmm. percent of the publishers.
0: Mm-hmm. So Sergio says everyone. Wow, offer your your percentage. What do you think?
5: I think everyone as well. I mean, advertising or not, I think it will become just the standard, and Apple will make it uh, quite damn hard not to.
0: Wow! Wow, well, Sai, you agree? No,
4: provocatively, I think fifty percent.
0: Excellent, diversity is a good thing. Second question, uh, again, yeah, open whoever up. takes it, what percentage of consumers will say yes? Dennis? I actually actually think it's going to
3: be, I think it has to be higher than that. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at around 50%. And I, and I'll tell you, I, what I think is going to happen is you're going to have some really large publishers that have a lot of large titles that many of us use, and they're going to do a great job of getting us to opt in at a higher rate. And I think that it'll set the, set the stage for like the longer tail where when they prompt us to opt in, we're going to, I think a greater percentage of people will just opt in by default because they've already done it with like, you know, the apps that they trust. And so I think that there will be a bit of a halo effect there.
6: Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that, um, for me, the biggest thing that happened was Facebook saying they will show the pop-up because they're going to educate billions, uh, people. And then, um, I'm also, I'm guessing like 40% is my guess.
5: I think Facebook showing the ATT is actually not a good thing for us because people love to hate Facebook and they will click no. And once they click no to Facebook, they will click no to all the rest. I have a 14-year-old daughter and she was around me in one of those calls and I showed her the pop-up and I asked like, look, are you going to click? And like, no. So, So, no.
2: Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Go ahead, Sergio.
2: Yeah. I mean, before the media terroristic attack about privacy, probably I would have agreed with Dennis on now. 40, 50%. 40, 50%. Now, I think we are more on the 25%. And maybe over time, uh, things we get forgotten. And hopefully, we can lean towards that.
1: OK. So what do you think is going to happen to app ad revenue in April? Um, up, down, anyone take a guess? Maybe start with you, Dennis.
0: So we're talking about
3: app ad revenue, meaning like?
0: Ad monetization in apps.
1: Ad, yeah.
3: Uh God, it's gonna be very interesting. I, I expect that there's we will go through a a two to three month period, like this transition period where um you know people are adopting fourteen point five and supply will be catching up. So I think that there will be a hit on the revenue side. But uh I, I do expect that it'll probably be around uh early Q three that we'll start to see a recovery. That would be my so I, I, percentage-wise, I don't really know, but I do expect in the short term there will be a hit until supply catches up and, you know, marketers are are getting
5: comfortable with the new normal.
1: Anyone else?
5: I agree with Dennis. I think we should expect like one or two soft quarters until a, a slow recovery. Yeah,
2: I think uh, from a marketplace perspective, a couple of things will happen. So uh, IDFA, CPM will, uh, will go super high. Uh, Non-IDFA fee rate and the CPM will go down. So the two things uh, uh, will not match, probably uh, overall iOS revenue will go down for a while. Android revenue will go up uh, for a bit. And uh, probably, yeah, for the next two quarters, I would uh, would take some iOS uh, revenue hit for everybody in the ecosystem. But over time, that should be fully recovered.
0: Good, good, good. We already got an answer to the next question, really, in some of the discussion we had before. I was wondering if there would be a flight to Android. And actually, Sergio, you just mentioned it, perhaps for a couple of quarters. Others mentioned, well, you know, you can't ignore iOS. That's where the high value customers are. And so Peggy, maybe jump to the last question.
1: All right. How will smart marketers continue to win? What is their strategy? What are the options?
5: Just embrace it. Don't don't try to you know stick to your twenty percent IDFA or whatnot and whatever you you know, understand that you know there is SCAD, the technicalities, and then there is how do I market in a non-identified world? Again, creative context, everything we talked about. The the ones who will win are people who today start to experiment and ask the questions and get the data. Because again, it's coming and you have
1: to be prepared.
4: Yeah, I'd say um... With my creative hat on, I think uh, smart marketers have really embraced the ever-increasing importance of the creative, right? The ability to to replace some of the targeting that's lost. And I think also contextual, we talked about before, but, and also probabilistic not to be confused with fingerprinting or anything that goes against Apple's privacy, but starting to use different ways to learn and measure.
2: Yeah, I think testing is really the, the key here. I mean, at the end of the day, upper and mid-funnel uh, campaigns, I think they are going to be fine because uh, still the, the KPIs marketers look at are more like CTRs, conversions, viewability. So nothing changes that. Uh, of course, when you look at you know, more granular KPIs, there will be uh, you know, some uh, ground to test. So uh, SKR network will definitely help, but I'm sure that other means as well uh, will, be, will be fun.
6: Yeah, I think companies need to think of their data differently they need to get their house in order but then also realize that um there's going to be more advanced analytics that they need to apply now and they may need to use machine learning more to try and predict certain values or it's just everybody needs to step up their game that's that's kind of the cost of privacy is you need to be a bit more uh statistical in your analysis but, but it's also exciting so companies to be able to innovate there will have an advantage for sure yeah i, I would just add i mean so
3: Taking a testing approach, yes, really going after it rather than running away from it, or even just sitting back and taking a wait and see approach, you will be putting yourself at a very serious disadvantage. There is a learning curve to all this, and the longer you wait to start going after it, the you you know the further you will fall behind relative to your competitors. Um, And you know, and lastly, I just because I've had many conversations with uh, with friends and colleagues on the advertising marketing side and. I've talked to some people, they said, geez, I don't really know if maybe I'll put more into Android. The reality is Android are different users than iOS users, you know, and the iOS users aren't going away. It's just your ability to sort of ultimately attribute, you know, your uh, your marketing activity, you know, against performance becomes more challenging. You know, but keep in mind that it's just like like as we are going into this, you know, iOS 14.5 drops. Guess what's going to happen? You still have 14.4 and below. Run your campaigns against that. Set up a separate campaign against 14.5 users. And you know, so I think there's a really big opportunity to really go after it, but you have to like, not sit on the sidelines, not wait, and you're just going to slow down for you and your team, that learning curve, and that will really put you at a disadvantage.
0: That makes a ton of sense. Okay, guys, we've been working really, really hard. It's time for a little bit of fun right now. We didn't tell you everything when you signed up for this. Of course, nobody ever does, right? I mean, uh, you know, if you sign up in the Army, they don't tell you what's going to happen, right? They just tell you to sign up. So we have a budget for this show, which is for a private investigator, and we have employed that person, and he has been very busy, in fact. So we have a couple stories that are relevant here. We got this one from Dennis's wife. So apparently Dennis thought that his wife might be going deaf, right? So he went up, you know, just behind her and he kind of softly whispered, honey, can you hear me? And nothing happened, right? Didn't get a response. So he took a step forward to get a little closer and soft said, honey, can you hear me? And she didn't say anything again. And, and finally he goes right up behind his wife says, honey, can you hear me? She turns around and she says for the third time. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, perhaps Dennis is the one that's at fault here. By the way, if you don't copy, I kick you off the island. So, not just check. Okay. we also have a story that Ofer told us about Sergio. So you know, Sergio, you you are going to get a little exposed here, and it might have something to do with your Italian heritage. I don't know; it might be a little Greek. I'm not. You we'll, we'll see, right? So apparently, Sergio went into a bar. He ordered a martini, right? Uh, but before drinking it, he took the olive out and he put it in a jar. It's really weird. What the heck? What's going on? ordered another martini after he finished it he does the same thing after an hour sergio's pretty stuffed full of martinis right and the jar is full of olives and he leaves and the bartender says to a fur who's still there right hanging around just watching this whole thing laughing that was so weird that's the strangest thing ever what's going on there and offer says that's not weird that's normal his spouse sent him out for a jar of olives <laughs> <laughs> he got the olives. He got the martinis, and he's all good. Awesome. I just want to thank all of you for joining and participating. You have been amazing. You've been wonderful. You've been insightful. You have even been humorous. Some have participated really, really well. They will get the Lambo coupon in the mail. uh Don't, don't, don't wait for it. You know it'll, it'll come. Relax. Don't worry. No worries. Uh, thank you so much.
4: Thank you, John. All right. Thanks,
0: Thanks guys. Everybody.
6: Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. It's fun. Thanks a lot. So,
0: Peggy, this is Mobile Heroes Uncensored, and we're talking about a lot of things about mobile and what's going on, what's happening. We're also talking about and talking with mobile heroes, and you've got some news on past mobile heroes. Love to hear it.
1: You bet, John. Have I got news for you. So, first up, we have Janie Parasini, a badass marketer at EA. Yes, she is. Absolutely, but with a big heart, you have to say. And she tells us about her new Power Woman tattoo. No news on where it is, (laughs) right? But we always know she has our back. So I'm sure we'll be hearing more and more power to you, Janie. Another amazing marketer, always helping women in marketing find their voice. Cassie Chernin, director of UA over at Scopely, reveals she is moving over to Mango Mint. B2B, not B2C, heading up marketing there. And if you're not booking a haircut using Mango Mint, then you have to reach out to her. But I just thought, John, you probably won't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I won't. But you know what? It's amazing how many B2B companies are picking up B2C marketers because they know what's going on.
1: Yeah, I was looking at her feed and she was like, Guess what guys, right in front of IDFA, I'm off to B2B, so I won't go there, but you can imagine there might be a little bit of an exodus out of B2C and maybe not, but staying with Scopely, right? We've got Margarita Vasiliskaya. She is Senior Director of UA over there, and she is thrilled, and we are thrilled with their latest Ellen game featured by Apple. So check it out there. Absolutely. So big congrats to the Scopely team. Staying with big wins, we've got Platica. And when they celebrated their IPO, well, hey, it made it a super special day. And we've got a super size Harry Beanstalk. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Being the big man, literally, in Times Square. Bumble also had some great news. They had a great start on NASDAQ. You saw that. Also
0: on NASDAQ, yes.
1: Yeah, it's like everybody and stocks up. I don't know about you, John, but I was thinking... Well, okay, but um, they're celebrating. They're having a great time. And Solange Baki, she is growth marketing manager there. She's thinking about celebrating too, but hey, she sends us a special message. She's thinking also about a new pub opening next to her building with a beautiful view of Canary Wharf speaking for us all, I suppose, John, because she can't wait to get into the pub and we can't wait to have some good time. So we're with you, Solange. Now... Before I close, the cute alarm for guys, John, Paula Neves, product manager at Square Enix. Paula is a new mother as of January. Alice was born in January. I made a note of that because that's a Capricorn just like Elvis, just like myself. (laughs) Family's doing great. Lovely pics. I want to draw your attention to the Crochet Converse sneakers there.
0: Wow! Right
1: is isn't that? That's one of these.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there you go. So there we have it. Hot heroes news, and remember, John, you heard it here first.
0: I certainly did. Thank you so much, Peggy.
1: <laughs> Back to you, John.
0: Wonderful. This has been the very first edition of Mobile Heroes Uncensored. I think it was pretty good. Obviously, Peggy went way over the line. Uh, if you agree, uh, the Better Business Bureau has a helpline to call. You, know, you can give them a little tip. It's all good. No worries. After you've done that, do not forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, hook up with Liftoff on social and YouTube to never miss an episode. I think you'll be happy that you did. Peggy says you'll be sad, but you know, one of us will be right. Who knows? For Peggy for liftoff and for the kid who gave me a bloody nose in third grade have a great day and don't take work or life too seriously